Now, if you haven't already got into it, uh, 2017 just might be the time to check out some good podcasts. Because for a time it was the domain of amateurs, but as the appetite grows for podcasts, big media companies like the New York Times, for instance, producing their own podcasts. According to figures from Apple, over 10 billion podcast episodes were consumed on its devices last year. And that's only on Apple. So podcasting has definitely gone through a golden age following the incredible success of Making a Murderer and Serial and all the rest of it. Well, Garrett Stack is a documentary maker who creates his own podcasts and he listens to quite a few. So Gareth is here for that very reason to tell you all you need to know and recommendations and all the rest. Um, Gareth, welcome once again to the programme. Just um, one thing I wanted to say is this. Um, I did mention Making a Murderer and Serial there. Now, Serial is a podcast. Is it fair to say that Making a Murderer really is a kind of a vodcast? Um, <laughs> or is it just a, a box set? I, I think it's just a it's just a similar topic, but yeah, it was like made for Netflix or whatever. What makes podcasts different is that you can download them, so you can listen to them whenever you want. And you might say, "Oh, Netflix, I can go on and I can watch whenever I want." But Netflix can take off a show; they can put it back on once a podcast is released. It exists forever, so it's you get it on your computer on your phone. It's yours, and it makes it quite a different thing. You know, it's not this thing where it's uh, as you said, it started off as amateurs, and then all lots of me- uh, large media companies have gone into it, so, and it's so various. So anyone can produce one very very easily and cheaply but also the biggest companies can make one so everyone's on a level playing field. Okay so we're not talking about webcasting or streaming we're talking about podcasting. What is podcasting? Sorry. That's very unfair. (laughs) Well we could get technical but I think the simplest definition is just any video or uh, audio program that you can subscribe to and download and by subscribe it means that you can set it up on your phone or on your computer where there's a new episode you'll know immediately you'll get a notification and you can have a download or you can stream it whenever you want but that's the difference it's you're subscribing to this one thing like you're getting a letter in the post except it's a new radio program every week or whenever it is Okay they're not just radio programs but also audio files it's a, it's a different okay so give us a you know I don't know really okay what, what does one need to get one say Well that's what's so different Dave about how podcasting is now I mean it's been around for quite a while it started around 2004 but the difference is now everyone has a supercomputer in their pocket a smartphone and all you need is your phone so if you've got any way decent phone any kind of phone from the last three or four years you can get a podcast app if you've got an iPhone it comes with the phone if you've got an Android there's a million apps and you can just start downloading straight away or start listening straight away Okay, and how does one listen then exactly? Do you just search for the podcast name and do you have to go subscribe, do you? Depends on the app. You know, there's a, my favourite app is called uh, Podca- uh, Pocket Casts. And for example, in Pocket Casts, you just search for the name of the programme. So let's say you heard of a programme you like or you just look through the directory, you hit subscribe and straight away you can just start listening. And you might want to uh, stream it just like, say, watching Netflix or you might want to download it like uh, you download a video game on Steam or something like that. Right, okay. And uh, obviously, like, you know, uh, the the Wi-Fi, the 4G, the, you know, you can download or stream. You have to have, I mean, you have to have certain things working, don't you? You have, you have to have uh, electricity in the house. Well, I think that's the big difference now, Dave, is that, like, t- five years ago, if you had the best phone on the market, you could listen to a podcast. Now, if you have the worst phone on the market, yeah. you can listen to a podcast. And everybody has a decent plan. You can pay €25 Euro to one of the cheap uh, phone providers and have enough bandwidth that you can listen to podcasts all the time. So that's the big change. That's why they've become more popular, I think. It's because the technology is more evenly distributed now so we can all listen to them and it doesn't have to cost an arm and a leg. Alright, what the types of podcasts? Break it down into everything under the sun, is it? It is everything under the sun but uh, as, you, as you suggested it's sort of becoming more uh, stratified into genres. 
genres. So the big one, I guess, would be stuff like This American Life serial. This it, It's generally called narrative journalism. So what they mean by that is very beautifully produced radio documentaries that are come out often once a week at an incredibly high level of production. And they tend to have multiple journalists that go out and do different stories. And they can cover all sorts of different topics, but that's the kind of unified feel. And then there's, you know, a lot of people will listen to comedians talking. So Mark Maron would be the most famous one. Bill Burr has another great one. But pretty much every comedian who's alive today has a podcast. It's become the way that they sell themselves and promote themselves outside of where they're gigging. And then you've got science podcasts. And of course, with serial and stuff like that, the true crime genre comes into it too. Okay, let's just talk about two of those things you mentioned there. First of all, This American Life. Why is that that seems to be some kind of benchmark? What is it? So This American Life is a programme on National Public Radio in the United States. And what what it's come to sort of represent is the high watermark for extremely well-produced and consistent storytelling and uh, use of audio. So in America, it's hugely popular as a radio programme. But worldwide now, they have as many listeners on the podcast as they do listening, tuning in through the airwaves. And what they do differently is they just have a ton of money because they've been going for a long time. So they'll have people working on a story for six months, a year even, let's say about a school that went bad or some kind of strange, unusual thing that the US government did. I'm making it sound more political than it is. It's very listenable. All the stories are very human. They start off with a single person story and then it kind of turns into a general lesson about life or something like this. It's absolutely fascinating programme. So a lot of people have taken that model and then gone on and done other programmes with it or tried to copy the most successful elements. By the way, um, Gareth is here and he can answer all questions about podcasts. <laughs> 51552 is our text if you have any uh, recommendations to us or if you, indeed if you want um, him to recommend something to you. Just stay with that one which I did listen to the whole of which is um, the Sarah Koenig one. Mm. Um, uh, just like why was that uh, why is that so important? Did it just sort of the zeitgeist just happened to be there at the right time that people wanted to know about somebody in Maryland that they'd never heard of before? Well it's an interesting thing that you mentioned it right after This American Life because it was produced by This American Life. So Sarah Koenig was a journalist for This American Life yeah. and they, they said to her you're a fantastic journalist what would you like to do? And she said well I want to follow this guy's story this guy who was accused and convicted of a murder uh, he seems like maybe he didn't do it and she just had a long period of time to interview him to interview everyone involved in the case she went out and did it and I think people got hooked on that episodic thing will we find out at the end whether he did or didn't do it um, will, you know uh, could it have been miscarriage of justice I mean everybody is interested in these types of things and she just found a way to tell it on a very human level to contact him and Anan Said, I think was the name of the guy yeah. and the people the victim's family and so on and everyone was willing to talk to her and she was very personable and it's a very non-dramatic show which is into, when you go and listen to it it's not building up tension like let's say the, the jinx or, or something like this you know yeah yeah the jinx well now there's one I love that show <laughs> that's but that's incredible. much more dramatic you know it's, and I would find that in a way more listener, listenable but yeah. I think people were able to relate to Serial more because it was just like a friend telling you I've had something very dramatic. But yeah, by the way, the jinx, uh, Robert Durst is in the news big time this week too because they're, they're starting to talk to witnesses now because they think some of them are going to die off. <laughs> I bet they yeah, are, yeah. yeah. Right. Probably they the think, Trump cabinet. Yeah, but they also think that they might be under threat from Robert Durst himself. And that's another reason why they might they, they might die off. Anyway, LA County is going for it. Anyway, let's just take a look then. Okay, at that, like, that's a one good example. And at the end of it all, like you know, you're waiting for some kind of end, which doesn't necessarily come, does it? You've got to make up your own mind. Well, this is the problem with, with something like, I think Serial, they were hoping that by the end of the show, we'll have an answer and it didn't come about not spoilers yeah. you know they didn't find a definitive did he or didn't yeah. he as with life you know um, but that's a, that's a problem with any of these true crime things unless they're dealing with the past so there's another show called uh, Stranglers about the Boston Strangler um, who may have been many people rather than the one person who was convicted for the murders back in the, in the 1960s and that's you know that's dealing with something that happened long ago so they have the advantage of all of the media from the time uh, all of the surviving victims families and stuff but knowing to some extent what happened and where it didn't it's more of an interesting mystery rather than sorry we didn't work it out yeah right exactly well let's take a look at some other stuff then like for instance I'll just throw one at you 99% invisible 
So that might be my favourite show of all time. Oh, really? It's incredible. Right. Okay. It's, it's ostensibly about design. Like, theoretically, it's about design, but it's not really. It's about everything. It's about the world and how the world works. So they'll pick an object or a town that was built so in a weird design. way. design. Are we Frank Lloyd writing here? What are you talking about? No, exactly? no. It's, see, that's what, that's what you'd imagine. It's really hard to describe. So, for example, they did a show about um, uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, with the Mormon city and how it's designed and how it came to be. And it's a very strangely made city. It's built a, a kind of concentric ring. Wait a minute. Is that the one they're going to do about Dublin and the ticket sold out in five seconds? That's not that, is it? Roman Mars came the guy who presents it oh it's done already performed in Dublin. maybe he's coming again but he All performed right. here and it, yeah, it sold out incredibly quickly and he's done a couple of shows so he does a live episode of it on stage with an iPad and it, it sounds like very dry but it, it works incredibly well he's an incredibly charismatic magnetic guy and you're absolutely tuned in for this story uh, tuned into what the, the story of Dublin <laughs> well the one he did in Dublin was, was just a, an episode about flags actually that he does kind of on tour so he talks about the history of flags which again sounds very dull but he's able to make it uh, fascinating because it's, he ties it to the world and to how people get territorial about their flag of their city and why they might like this and that even if it's bad and ugliness versus you know how, what we perceive as beautiful and it's it's just absolutely and if fantastic. I mention if I say revisionist history like from Malcolm Gladwell would that be something to do with the fact that like you know whatever you read in school this, here's the true story is that what you mean well that's the <laughs> traditional meaning of the term yeah I mean, what, what Malcolm Gladwell does in that show is he goes and he looks at things that happened in the news like things you'll have heard a few years ago and go, oh that was a life lesson you know in that story and then he breaks down why it wasn't true and yeah. how it means the opposite and it's, 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 it's again it's fascinating everyone will be familiar with Malcolm Gladwell he's a very controversial writer and some of his articles have been torn apart in the media years later he made mistakes but in this show I think he's his his skill as a polemicist comes through and in a way you don't care if what he's saying is completely true because you're so carried along by his theory and how he's supporting it with all these bits of evidence you know Right okay so comedy is all over the place there's so much of it true crime is as well what about science history politics Well there's a very good show called Radio Lab, uh, which again comes from public radio in the United States but has become a much bigger thing in, in the podcast world and what they do which is absolutely fascinating is all the music and all of the sound effects in the show and there's tons of them are all built from the spoken words that people are interviewing and the sounds around them and the guy Jad Abumrod who does the sound he digitally manipulates all this stuff like a very high-end electronic musician and he produces this beautiful sonic voyage which is ambient and Eno-esque and all the rest of it and it's all from human voice and from just random ambient sounds and you wouldn't even know that because it's not a part of the show it's just one of the elements of how advanced the production is it's just leagues beyond anything you're going to hear on the radio And is there any kind of research done as to where and how people listen most to a podcast? Is it in the gym? Is it in the car? Is it in the kitchen? That's a good question. And what one I have the answer to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, like it's a, okay, so if you do subscribe, do you get sent? Is that the right word for it? So you can set it up so that you're sent one or if your phone has, you know, a lot of people, your phone's going to be full of apps or full of other stuff. Yeah. You can just download one when you want to or you can just stream them. So that's, it's very flexible. You know, it, it, it fits the way you want to listen to them. And you find out one that you like and you'll go for it all the time. Maybe like, for instance, people have been doing for years with The American Life. Yeah, and that's the best thing about it. It's not like here's the six shows you should go listen to it's like there are tens of thousands of shows yeah. and there will definitely be something that is the best possible show for you and there's literally over a thousand on the RTE one one isn't it on the dock on one Right, a thousand episodes. Yeah, they've just got yeah. just so much stuff up up there, and there's a there's a lot of great Irish uh, Irish stuff up there. Headstuff Network do a lot of independent podcasts. Your own show has has uh, segments from interviews. Up. Absolutely, you can podcast the Dave Fanning show. <laughs> you can hear the items we do on the show, particularly our interviews and movie reviews. Go to Google, put in Dave Fanning show. Uh, sorry, put in Dave Fanning show and RTE and podcasts, and you should be able to subscribe from there. Right, and and that's that's <laughs> I think that's the great thing though, because you're able to go. These are the these are the bits. These are the chunks that somebody might want to listen to from this show or from an 
another show yeah. you know, and they can just listen briefly they can listen to this two minute bit as they drive around the corner to pick up the shopping they don't have to listen to the whole show because they weren't around okay, for it Okay those you know? who are listening now saying that all sounds very good but like it's something to do with the internet and therefore I'm already scared I like I mean there's so much there to help you do it all within a space of 60 seconds so if you're a son or a daughter and your parents <laughs> are old or your grandparents are old sit them down for two minutes and they'll get it You know I've done this with my own my mum so many times yeah. and she still doesn't listen so I, I, I feel the pain it really is very simple though like let's say you have an iPhone you just literally have a thing already on it that's called podcasts you press that and you just and it'll already recommend some shows yeah. and you just click subscribe it's and the easy. reconsidering of established practices for radio people is astonishing isn't it it's a whole new world out there Right, and that's the thing, because people are listening in their own time. You know, they might be listening a year after you made it, they might be listening the next day, and your audience could be anywhere in the world, anyone that speaks English. And, and, and writers of books, I mean, people are podcasting their books first, and then they'll get a deal afterwards because the podcast becomes popular, etc. Yeah, absolutely, because if you can reach an audience now, that's the thing, yeah. right? Nobody cares what, what, whether what you do is good or bad, it's what audience do you bring to it? Okay, yeah. we'll make a movie of it, okay, we'll, we'll license the book, you know, and if you build up your audience, and there's nothing stopping you as a podcaster if what you do is unique enough and you're good enough at selling it you have your audience then you own it so you cannot go off and be you know the executive like, producer of the movie how finite would be something like for instance when I mentioned science and history there's one the secret history of Hollywood now mm. I haven't heard that so what, what is the secret history of Hollywood and how many episodes are there or is it added to all the time is it salacious from the 40s stuff it, it exactly is that it, is it, it? it's all stuff from the 30s 40s and 50s salacious storytelling uh, and it's absolutely wonderful and the weird thing about that show is each episode is literally between 4 and 5 I think it even has one 9 hour episode like one episode and what, what, like what's an episode is it, does it take a certain amount of years or a certain subject so what he does is he'll take a subject so he took uh, Alfred Hitchcock and he did four episodes I think that covered his entire life it starts off the day he was born and it finishes right. the day he died and it is so evocative I literally that's no, no exaggeration Dave I cried twice listening to that really because he talks You by the, he's so good at carrying you into the moment of it and playing evocative music from the time and playing clips of the films and telling you all about his relationship with his wife and the, the birds and his obsession with the Hitchcock blonde and all that kind of stuff that by the end of it you are you feel as though you know Hitchcock and this guy the guy narrating it has mm. this beautiful radio voice that is dulcet and takes you in and on a journey and <laughs> it's, 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 it's great stuff it's, it's, I highly recommend that one do you, do you have a podcast? Ah, of course I do I've got a dozen of them <laughs> you, you did we'll get an address in a second well here's one that says Castro is one of the most beautiful podcast app on the app store designed and made by two Irish indie app developers featured in the New York Times top apps of 2016 there have you heard go. of Castro? I haven't heard that one because I, I have an Android phone but I, I guess you know if the Irish Times or the, the, the New York Times recommended it was made by Irish lads go ahead and get it sounds good okay so podcast networks basically they're like TV channels that offer lots of podcasts of a certain style and you can find them in your podcast app or on the web or whatever it happens to be um, like stuff like RT1 obviously the doc on one as I say over right. a thousand of those um, Headstuff Network Alison Spittle Show I mean of the Irish ones is there anything else that you would recommend um, your own <laughs> well my podcast is just called uh, Dead Medium and it's just I put up everything I do so documentaries clips of things and whatever um, but in terms of the Irish podcast world I guess Headstuff is is a big part of it uh, there's also the Arsecast people might have heard of the Arsenal podcast which is made in Ireland but about the Arsenal football team and they, I think they're called Castaway they've got a ton of different podcasts there's a lot topics. of soccer and sports ones aren't there right right yeah, yeah. but that, that'd be one of the kind of world famous ones it's not my, it's not my what, what I'm interested in myself but it's very well regarded in politics there's 
Trump cast. Is that pro or anti or just Trump? <laughs> I wouldn't mention it if it was pro-Trump. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, They started off as a sort of a, look at this guy, isn't he silly? He's running. Wouldn't it be ridiculous if? And now that he's won, they're sort of, each episode is, they come on and gravely discuss, they, like, they might discuss with a psychologist how he has a narcissistic personality disorder or they'll discuss with someone, a general, how he's going to, bring on World War 3 um, so it's quite grim listening at this point um, but it's it's done by uh, Slate which is a, a web magazine that's been going since the, the the mid 90s I think and Bill Gates owned it at one point and they produce this a lot of podcasts and that's a very regular I think it's multiple times a week on the latest sins of Trump so if you really want to depress yourself tune into that one OK and there's Headstuff Smodcast Kevin Smith shows there's Radiotopia high quality narrative journalism so how do you make your own? How do you make your own? You know, it's it's easier than ever before. Um, one way that, that you can do it that requires almost nothing is there's a, a piece of a website called uh, Cast. And I think that the address is, well, I'm not going to give it out because it's complicated to say on air. But if you look up Cast, uh, uh, yeah, I think it's cast.ly or something. Anyway, uh, that lets you record straight into the web and release it through them. Another way you could do it, if you have a phone, you can record on your phone and you can sign up to one of the hosting companies. So Libsyn would be the big one. It's a little bit involved, but you know, there's a tutorials on YouTube for all this kind of stuff. Certainly easier to listen than to make one. But well, then not. it sounds like there must be an awful lot of really crap podcasts out there. Yeah, you know, it's like right. anything, except more so. You know how, like, back in the day... It's like anything but more so, yeah. Well, with music, you know, let's say in the 90s, there were less bands, but, they, you know, the ones that you heard might, on the radio might have been just as bad. But then if you dig, dug a little bit down, there was this whole swathe of bands that had been at least selected by a producer and gotten through that. Right. There's nothing like that with podcasts. So the worst stuff is worse than anything you've ever heard, and the best stuff is better than anything you've ever heard. And there's a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, don't forget the, also the RT radio app. Rick is up next, by the way, then Larry followed by Cormac on Weekenders.